What's up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of the Proving It Plant-Based Podcast. I am your host, Natalie. I am a vegan fitness trainer and health coach, and I'm coming to you guys today to talk all things plant-based diet, exercise, strength training, building overall healthy habits for you and your lifestyle, and how to eat for your fitness goals, as well as your future health. So I'm so glad you made it on to today's episode. I am here in a solo episode to chat a little bit about stress, stress, holiday stress, the busyness of the season that we are now in fully, right? We are in the last month of 2021 and we've got a new year coming up new goals, new intentions, but there's no reason why we can't slow down now, right? I know that at least for myself, I don't know how the last month of 2021 got here so quickly, but it did. And there's a lot going on. And I see this because I'm not just talking from my own personal experience in my own life, but I am talking because I see it with my clients. And, you know, I want to just start out this episode today by being real and opening up a little bit because I feel like if you have been following along the podcast up until this point, you have, you know, heard interviews with special guests, you've heard my own personal experiences and my solo episodes, and you have heard me talk about fitness, you have heard me talk about diet, and you have heard me talk about holistic health and mindset. So today, you know, just what kind of sparked this episode not only because I know everybody is struggling with it, but because in my own life, it feels like the past month and a half has just gone by in the blink of an eye. And that's because I've gotten busier work-wise. My daughter started daycare. We were traveling for Thanksgiving and I am planning a trip to go out of the country which I haven't done in years. So all of a sudden, you know, on top of it being the holiday season with Christmas around the corner, if you celebrate Hanukkah, it's already here, um, and the new year, right? And so all of a sudden we were road tripping for Thanksgiving and the next thing I knew it was December and you feel the rush and the pressure to get the Christmas tree up, to enjoy it while you can, to get the shopping done, right? And just all the things, right? And you wanna spend time with your family and you wanna spend time with your friends and people are coming home for the holidays and people are traveling. And it's just so much busyness, right? And then my clients who work corporate jobs, all of a sudden it's their busy season at work. And it's like, we are just hit with so much at once. And I think for the first time in a very long time, probably the first time ever for me, I am kind of truly feeling it 
because I now have a family of my own. So I'm thinking, you know, I want to do all the things. I want to get the Christmas tree up. I want to decorate my house. We're also having work done on our house, uh, hopefully by Christmas. So there's a lot of moving parts. So if there's anything I can say to you right now is like, I can relate, right? Because I know everybody's kind of going through their own version of a hustle and bustle, whatever that means. So today we are talking about building healthy habits and lifestyle, implementing it now and not when January comes, but right now, because guess what? You need it more now than you do in January. You need to start it now. What do I mean by start it now? Let's address the elephant in the room. It's holiday stress. It's stressful. It's a fun time. It's an exciting time, but it's also stressful. So the busyness, the mindfulness, the prioritizations, responding instead of just reacting, being super intentional. These are all things that I want to talk about because I was recently on just an IG live with a friend of mine who is a mindfulness coach and mentor and she is just the epitome of, of, she's just such a light because every time I have a conversation with her, she was on the podcast. Um, every time I have a conversation with her, it's so energizing because she has all these practices of, of getting back to yourself, coming back home and taking the time that we need to take care of number one, and that's you. So even if you have kids, even if you're a caregiver, you've got other priorities, or you've got a really demanding job, listen, you don't have any of that if you don't have you, all right? So I was thinking about it the other day because I really try to audit and analyze where I'm spending my time, how I'm spending my time, what needs to change, what aligns with my goals, what aligns with my priorities, what aligns with my happiness, right? And I thought to myself, like, yes, my number one would have to be my daughter, right? Because regardless of the fact that I have to take care of myself in order to take care of her, she's still number one. Like I would put anything above her. So that's a given. But number two is me because I can't take care of anything else unless I take care of me, right? And then obviously my husband comes after because again, you can't take care of anybody else unless you take care of you. So if you feel like it is the season of giving and you just wanna give and you wanna volunteer in your free time and you wanna, you know, buy all the toys for, uh, homeless children and you want to give to your family and you want to get everybody the perfect gift and you want to bake all the holiday cookies, right? Because those things all are very meaningful, right? To give back. It's, it's so much more like the, on the, it's so much more for the person who's doing the giving 
than the actual receiving, right? But like actually it's thoughtful and it goes a long way. It's like, you know, somebody telling you, I thought of you, or I was thinking of you. And, you know, I went out of my way, even if it was the smallest act of kindness or thoughtfulness, um, it does mean a lot. But if you're not taking care of yourself first, then there's really no point in rushing around, trying to meet everyone else's needs and not even meeting your own. Right? So this is kind of like typical people pleaser mentality. Um, however, it's like super heightened during the holiday season. But I've really tried to analyze my own calendar and really see what's working, what's not working. Where do I want to respect and reserve my time for myself, for my family, for uh, doing things that feed my soul, right? Um, Obviously, I love what I do. I love talking about plant-based nutrition. I love helping clients reach their goals, whether it be to transition to a plant-based diet, to build muscle on a plant-based diet, to lose weight on a plant-based diet. Um, I love it. I love it. However, work is still work and we need time to decompress. We need time to do those things, even if it's just a five minute meditation at the beginning of your day or a five minute gratitude practice at the beginning of your day. So I'm being honest with you guys. This is kind of what's going on in my life. And I feel like anytime I'm going through something uh, that's a challenge, I have to share and I have to talk about it because I'm sure somebody can relate. So Alexa Martin was the podcast episode guest that had some really insightful uh, mindfulness tricks. And so this sparked the idea of this episode because we had an IG live and she told me about this awesome challenge that she was doing. That was a three day digital phone detox. And at the time I found my phone to be something that I was really not being intentional with. Right. So obviously as an entrepreneur, um, being on social media is necessary And I love social media. I think social media is great. Um, You know, we use our phones for so many different things. We use our phones to take pictures, to take videos, to use our maps to get around when we don't know where we're going, to listen to music, um, all those things. We use our phones for quite a bit, right? But, you know, this digital detox that she was talking about Um, it's about being intentional, but disconnecting from the screen for a little bit, almost breaking up with your phone for a little bit and what that can do for your mental well-being, right? And so we talked a little bit about, you know, energy and how, you know, what, what areas are you allowing into your life? What kind of energy is it good energy? Is it bad energy? And so we talked about social media and how, you know, who are the people that you're following Um, What are you allowing into your life? How does it make you feel? Are you allowing yourself to scroll mindlessly? Are you getting distracted really easily? And maybe you need a digital detox. Maybe you need to 
put the phone away for a couple hours so that you can focus and you can get some work done or you can do something creative or you can go and exercise distraction free, right? So in my own life, she actually sparked this amazing habit that I just started uh, during the workday. I have been putting my phone on a do not disturb work mode and I will check my phone just to make sure there's no immediate text messages that I need to respond to um, every once in a while. Um, But I'm not being pulled away from the current task by distracting notifications or text messages that could wait, right? Um, So that's just my own practice that I have put into practice these last couple weeks, uh, you know, amidst the holiday season because life has been so crazy and I have felt like scatterbrained, disorganized, right? And so that's been something that's helped me and that kind of was sparked by, um, her digital detox challenge and just what she practices as an entrepreneur. Um, And I highly recommend this to anybody, right? If you want to get in a solid workout and you can't find the time because, you know, your inbox is still blowing up or you're, I mean, I don't want to say like, I mean, if somebody important is calling you or if somebody, some kind of emergency is happening, like, of course, You need to respond to it. But if it's not urgent, like either shut the phone off or like put it in do not disturb mode. That is the easiest, the quickest number one thing you can do for your stress, right? How much stress and unnecessary stress does the phone add? It's like, we're always checking email. We're always checking social media notifications. Um, text messages to make sure we're on top of everything. But how often do you really need to be checking these things? Is it as urgent as you think it is? Right? Maybe, maybe not. Um, But mindfulness is a practice. And so it starts with this. And I mentioned the mindless scrolling because, you know, oftentimes when we need a break, or when we need to just kind of like detox and like decompress, right? There's times I put my daughter down, I'm like, oh, I'm so tired. I just need a moment to sit on the couch and like mindlessly scroll. And then I find myself doing it for 20 minutes. And all of a sudden I'm like, what was I doing? Now I feel more drained of my energy than before, (laughs) right? So it's almost like, you are adding to the problem and that addition is not anywhere near a solution. So how can you come up with solutions to your problem as opposed to adding to your problem? So, you know, we also talked a little bit about how stress can make us quick to react instead of respond the things. So, you know, say you're around a lot of family members around the holiday season, or, you know, you're frustrated with friends for whatever reason. And maybe you're frustrated with your kids because they're acting out a little bit. Um, and we are already a little bit 
tightly woven and, and high strung. And so we end up like snapping or just reacting, right? Or maybe saying something that if you had the time to thoughtfully sit down and think about it, maybe you wouldn't say it. And all of these things, you know, they go hand in hand because when we are stressed out, when we're not taking care of our bodies, when we're not taking care of us first, um, we're not nourishing our bodies, we don't feel good. We feel drained, we feel tired, uh, we feel, you know, like we can't give any more, right? But then more is demanded of us from our boss, from a coworker, from your children, from your spouse. And then you take it out on the wrong person, right? Because you're not taking care of you. So oftentimes I like to think of, you know, responding over reacting. So responding takes a little bit of practice in, you know, taking a deep breath and really thinking about something before you go to react. Because when we react, that's coming from our emotion, not so much our logical brain, right? And oftentimes if someone is lashing out at you and you take a jab back, really that says a lot about you as well as that, right? So it's almost like you're stooping down to that person's level. Um, right. And we end up hurting ourselves even more. So I saw this really great, um, visual with a quote and it was a snake. It was a snake wrapping itself around a saw. And the story was a snake found its way into a carpentry shop and it's making its way to the back when it slithers right by a saw, like just a handheld saw, and it gets cut. And it's a minor injury, but the snake gets hurt. And so confused, the snake um, thinks it's in danger. So it lashes back out and it, it, you know, tries to bite the saw, goes after it. And it ends up cutting its mouth open, right? And so then the next thing you know is like, oh my God, I'm being attacked. I'm being attacked by this saw. Um, I'm in grave danger, right? It, it, it hit me and now it cut me and I have to use my instincts to do what I know to do next and that's strangle it. Right? Snakes have that tendency to wrap their body around their prey and squeeze as tight as they can. And that's how they kill their prey. And, you know, if you're imagining the visual of this, it's a snake that's wrapped around this saw, trying to strangle the saw. But the saw is just a, a mobile object <laughs> that isn't attacking the snake. However, the snake thinks it's in danger. So instead, because it fought back, it ended up killing itself. It ended up hurting itself instead, right? And so the whole moral to this story is, um, you know, when you lash back, when you stoop to someone's level and react, 
instead of responding uh, mindfully with compassion, um, we end up hurting ourselves even more, right? And I've felt this in my own life before too, is oftentimes if I, if I react to something and, you know, maybe I say some choice words that, um, maybe wouldn't have been my first choice had I like actually sat down and thought about saying these things and the impact that they could have. And so you realize like, wow, that ended up hurting me more than it actually hurt them. Granted, it could definitely have a huge impact on them and hurt them as well. But now, you know, if somebody takes that first jab first, it doesn't mean you have to swing back, right? So, Everybody's a little high strung around the holidays and, you know, there are things that we need to put to practice now because uh, it doesn't get easier, right? So what are some of those things that you can start to do? Well, you know, it's about making time for yourself. So analyzing your schedule, analyzing your calendar, and really being intentional about the time that you want to dedicate to certain things, right? Whether it be social outings, social life, whether it be um, just obligations that you commit to. So again, like the volunteering, right? If you do something like um, a food drive around the holidays or, you know, toys for tots, all those things are amazing. But like, how much are you... Uh, committing to and what's doable, what's realistic. Um, Doing an audit, right, of your calendar. How much are you committing to? Are you leaving space for yourself? Are you leaving a little bit of free time? So at the end of the day, if it's been a hard day, do you have time to unwind? Do you have time to take a bath if you want to or cook yourself a good meal? These are all um, acts of self-love when we take care of ourselves. Um, so that would be my number one is to take an audit of your calendar and do you need to ease up a little bit? So for me, I always love to take on more. I tend to bite off more than I can chew, but since having a family of my own, um, I have been more intentional about, you know, reserving that space, not only for me, but for them. So doing that audit of your calendar, maybe adding in a little bit more wiggle room than usual. Um, So if it is a long day, you can carve out some time for a workout, for a meditation practice, for some yoga, um, because these things are not easy to do, right? It's not easy to stick to your workout regimen when we're busier, but if you continue to use busyness as an excuse, it's absolutely not going to happen, right? So make it easier on yourself by planning ahead and allowing yourself a little bit of flexibility and wiggle room. All right. So that kind of leads me into the next point is like really prioritize. So once you do that audit, Maybe there are things in your calendar that just, they can't budge, right? Maybe you just, you have meetings 
every other day at work and sometimes they run until five o'clock. So, you know, there are certain things that can't budge and that has to take priority or, um, you know, maybe every morning you're on carpool duty so you can't make that workout that you want to just things that things that come up right because life happens um so being really clear about your priorities so if you know your mornings are hectic then carve out that time in the evening maybe the workout doesn't happen but make sure then you're cooking a solid meal for dinner right if you can't be on top of everything if you can't control everything you can control one thing right? And then going back to the mindfulness practice. So everything we do or everything we try to do, we should be doing it with intention. So again, your schedule, your calendar, that audit, that should all be intentional. What hours are you doing what, right? So I have a specific time that I try to get out podcast episodes. I have a specific time that I dedicate to my one-on-one coaching clients. I have a specific time that I dedicate to teaching fitness classes. Um, I have a specific time that I dedicate to my own workouts because those are all priorities for me. Those are all things that I do, you know, on a very regular basis. Um, and I try to be mindful about like what's working, what's not working. However, I bumped into a trainer friend of mine earlier today and, you know, she said to me, oh my God, you run a coaching business online and in person and you're a mom and you're doing all these things. You're running a business. And she's like, I feel like I, you know, I'm just doing the bare minimum. And she was like, what, what, what's the secret? Like, is it just like your routine? And I said to her, I was like, there is no routine. And that's me again, being honest with you guys. Like I am in the process myself of establishing a routine. That's why, um, we decided to get some help, you know, and, and to have a routine and to have a little bit more structure because we are creatures of habit, whether we, uh, want to admit that or not, right? I'm not really somebody who likes my every single day to be the same, but we are creatures of habit and we like routine. We like schedule. We like expectations. Um, if anything, it, it's almost like a comfort zone thing, right? But it takes the guesswork out of it, right? So just like with your nutrition, if you have a nutrition regimen, it takes the guesswork out of it. So if you have a routine when it comes to your work. Um, it takes the guesswork out of what am I going to do next? Right. And so with nutrition, it's like, what am I going to eat next? (laughs) If you meal prep, if you have things readily available for you, if you have a routine of coming home from work and starting dinner, um, and then having leftovers for lunch the next day, then it really does. It takes the guesswork out of uh, what's next, right? So it was just funny because, like, I think routine is so helpful. However, um, for me, before kids, routine was like everything, right? Maximizing my time, being productive was everything. But then I had to take a step back 
from that. And I had to allow in some flexibility. So it's also knowing that like, you know, going back to the social media thing about what are you ingesting into, right? Like, what are you, like, your diet is not just the food you eat, not just exercise, but it's like, what are you taking into your mind? Um, and so, like, are you following people that make you feel good? Are you following people that make you feel bad about yourself? Are you never feeling like enough? Because it feels like everybody around you is doing more than you. And so having that conversation with my trainer friend, when she said, you know, you're a mom and you're just doing it all, um, that's to shed a little bit of light on the fact that no, no, I'm not doing it all. And there's a lot that has to uh, give, right? There's a lot of flexible changes that need to be made. um, And you just do the best you can right? So instead of comparing yourself to the neighbor with the perfect Christmas lights and perfect Christmas display, and they have all their baking done ahead of time, and they still have a fit body and they don't gain a pound during the holiday season, like just know that what you see on the outside is not 100% accurate. And I try to be pretty transparent about that at least for myself. So it did kind of take me by surprise and I was a little bit uh, taken aback that I guess I don't wanna come across as having my shit together and, and being perfect. And although it is a struggle to you know run an online business, do an in-person business and have children and um, work around my husband's crazy schedule. It's like you adapt. It's never easy, but you adapt and you just always. Take audit, take inventory and start to move forward with more intention. So I have a planner and I just ordered my new planner for 2022, I can't believe it. Um, But what I love so much about this planner is, you know, it gives you the opportunity to reflect and and reevaluate, you know, what what went right and what maybe didn't go Um, as planned and where can you better spend your time and energy and you know did you accomplish the goal that you set right are you working on a big project are you working on smaller projects Um, and it really gives you the ability to look back and say oh yeah I actually struggled in that area or I spent too much time on this which took away from that and again it goes back to that prioritization goes back to uh, living intentionally, living purposefully and mindfully. So really that's kind of all I wanted to talk to you guys today about um, and how these are just small tactics to like managing stress because what it comes down to is when we are stressed, it's typically coming from a place of overcommitment, comparison, um, judgment on ourselves and not taking time for you, 
right? Stress can come from a place of resentment. Um, And what I find, it comes down to time. It comes down to priorities and it comes down to boundaries. And if something doesn't feel right, if something stresses you out and, and automatically, you know, there's signs in your body and you can feel the stress coming on. Um, right. If like holiday shopping makes you stressful, (laughs) like if you, if you cringe going to the stores and spending money, then like, maybe, you know, um, online shopping is better for you. Um, it's all really personal individual tactics that it's about being mindful of the things that do push your buttons and really trying to respond differently instead of reacting. All right. So I hope that this episode resonates with something that you're going through right now. And I hope that it was helpful. Um, there are those key takeaways when it comes to, uh, thoughtfully responding versus reacting when it comes to prioritizing and doing a little calendar audit, when it comes to being mindful of where your energy and where your time is going and uh, just setting those boundaries, being really clear about what fills your tank and what drains and empties it. All right. So I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. There are some new big things in the works going on for Proving It Plant-Based in 2022. We are wrapping up our group coaching program at the end of the month. And I'm so excited because they are doing so well. My clients never diet. Instead, they learn how to fuel their bodies properly. All right. That is just about all I have for you guys today. If you have questions, you want to chat, you have a podcast episode topic you want me to cover. um, I'm always interested in hearing what you guys want to hear more of. So you can find me at Natalie Falco underscore veg fit. That's V E G F I T. And you can find me over on, um, at proving it plant-based. Those are both on Instagram. Those are my Instagram accounts. You can find my website, proving it plant-based and the free Facebook group. Uh, just go ahead and search proving it plant-based and until next week, you guys just carve out some time for yourself. Obviously, you're doing that by listening to this episode. Maybe you're on a walk. Maybe you're on a drive. Just take some deep breaths and uh, I'll talk to you next week. Until then, take care. Keep crushing your biggest goals. Bye now.